Welcome back to Bless Not Stressed. This is the podcast that's going to lift you up when life wants to bring you down. Now, I want to start by saying thank you to everybody that helped me share the last episode. I thank you all for your support. It really motivates me to keep on going. And I need to give all the glory to God because he is the one that put those words in my mouth. And I know that he spoke to many people. And I'm just thankful for that. So if you think, you know, this is really going to benefit someone else, I want you to share it to them. Let's start today with part two about living by faith. We already learned that the way it works is us setting our minds to trusting God in the middle of darkness, in the middle of where there's no hope. That's when we begin to trust God and we have hope that he has something good for us. We also learned that we can grow our faith and we will only grow it by feeding it. And that means that we are going to remember the things that God has done in our lives and say that if he did it back then, he can do it for us again. We also learned that whenever our faith is tested, we really see it as a test and we stand firm in our lane, trusting God and being obedient to the process. So, you know, let's continue learning about it. Before before starting, I want to share with you guys um, two quotes that I saw. One says, faith is the light that guides you through the darkness. And then the other one says, only in the darkness can you see the stars. That's by Martin Luther King. Now, today I want to answer three more questions about faith. And the very first one is, where does faith abound? Now, faith will abound in an environment of faith. That is an environment where faith is respected, it is protected, it is applied, and where the people in that environment will actually motivate you and influence you to apply your faith, to trust God. If you know me, you know that I love reading books about personal development. I love reading books that are going to help me grow. I love going to um conferences, watching webinars, looking at videos that are really motivating me, really helping me and just growing in knowledge. That's what I like. And one of the things that I have learned, paying attention to all the entrepreneurs that I've seen in conferences, all the entrepreneurs that I've seen, you know, by reading their books, I've learned that one thing that they really take care of is their inner circle because your inner circle has a lot of influence in you you're going to turn out to be like the five people that are around you. So it's very important for us to create that environment of faith and surround ourselves with people that have faith. Because if you just start hanging out with people that don't have faith, then they're going to begin to suck all the faith out of you. Their negativity is actually going to bring you down. And I think many of you have noticed that there are some people that after you finish talking to them, you realize you feel drained, you feel tired, you feel also overwhelmed. And it is because there their negativity is influencing you. Their negativity is actually affecting you. So that's why it's important for us to sit down, look back and say, wait a moment, who are the five people that are closest to me? Are these people that value God? Are are these people that trust in God? Are these people that apply their faith? Because if they are doing that, then I'm going to tell you something. You are going to be like that eventually as well. Now, The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 13, 20, it says something very important. It says, he who walks with wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. What it's saying here is he who walks with the wise. It doesn't tell you just stand next to the wise. It doesn't tell you um, just hang out with them. It tells you walk with them because it is telling us that we must begin to do the same things that they're doing. If they're walking, then I'm walking with them. If they're doing this, then I'm going to see how I can apply that in my life. It's not just about rubbing it off on you. It's about you looking at them, observing and grabbing the good things that are going to help you. 
Look around. Look at the five people that are closest to you. Are they adding to your life or are they subtracting? Are they motivating you or are they actually discouraging you? Are they helping you stand up or are they bringing you down? Because they could be your friends, but if they're no help to your destiny, then you shouldn't invest many time on them. And you should look for the five people that are actually going to help you. And that's where faith is going to abound in the environment where faith is welcomed, where faith is protected, where faith is applied, and where they are influencing you to have faith. Now, I know many of you guys are thinking, well, you know, my family, they don't have faith. My family, they're, they're, they don't trust God. My closest friend, they don't trust God. How am I just going to give them my back? When it comes to family and to your closest friends, I really want to share something that happened to me, and this can probably benefit you as well. I was in middle school, and I remember my mom picking me up from school. Uh, I got in the car in the back seat, and I look at her, and she is just worried. She is so sad, and she's telling me that my brother is in jail. I remember that my mom just tells me he's in jail. They, the police grabbed his friend's car. He was in it, and they found drugs. My brother had nothing to do with that, but, you know, he was in the car, so they arrested him as well. And apparently the case looked very complicated, and we didn't know how, what to do to get him out. So we went ahead and we started talking to a lawyer. Now, what the moment my mom is telling me all these things, I'm just thinking, God, my faith is in you. You are going to do something in my brother's life. I trust you. I believe that you're going to do something good. And then looking at my mom and seeing her so worried, I'm here thinking, why isn't she trusting God? Why doesn't she have faith in God? Why can she believe and trust that God is going to get my brother out of there? When she told me about the lawyer, I started thinking, God, I don't want to put my faith in man, but I want to have my faith in you. We went ahead. We spoke with the lawyer and the lawyer seemed worried. He seemed concerned. And we were just, you know, he told us how much it was going to be. We went home and I just remember that I get a phone call and it was my brother. And he tells me I am out. They let me go. They dismissed the case. And all this happened without a lawyer. Now, what am I trying to tell you? If your family, your closest friends, if they don't have faith, your faith is going to impact their life. So it is time for you to stand up, to trust God, to align your faith, to say, you know what, God, I know you're about to do something with me because what he is going to do in your life is going to impact the lives of the people around you. What he's about to do in your life will bring light also and hope to your family. It is your faith in God that's going to influence the people around you to trust him as well. Because once they see that God does not, does not leave you alone, that God has not forsaken you, that God is always there with you they're going to want the same god they're going to want god to be with them as well they're going to want god that's going to answer their prayers as well so whenever they don't have faith don't be discouraged don't be influenced to not have faith but instead stand firm and trust god and say god i know you are going to do something in my life I am trusting you and I want my family to see it. I want my best friend to see it. I want my closest friends to see your glory. That's the amazing thing about faith, that it is light in the middle of darkness. And if there are people around you that are in darkness and you have faith, you will be the light for them. You will be the light at the end of the tunnel. You are going to be that hope for their lives. So I want you to really stand firm in your faith. Look for that environment which you're going to be, for that source of where the faith is coming from, where that environment of faith, where you're going to grow in faith. And whenever your family, your closest friends, your best friend, whenever they don't have faith, don't be worried. Your faith will impact their lives because they will be able to see the glory of God in your life. 
and that's just amazing. And I know that to be so true because when I first came to church, I remember, I remember a verse that will always say, it says, me and my household will serve the Lord. And then guess what? My parents started coming to church. My whole family is now in church. Now, it was a moment of, you know, there was a moment where it was, it got difficult. It was hard. I remember there was a, a New Year's. I was 15 years old and none of them were in church with me. So I'm here looking around and I see everybody hugging with their families and I'm just there and I don't have nobody. I had all my, my spiritual family, but I didn't have my, my, my family. You know, I didn't have my dad. I didn't have my mom. I didn't have my brother. A year after the next New Year's, they were all in church. They were all in church that New Year's with me because your faith will bring hope, restoration, transformation, and change to your family. That's why you need to hold on to it. That's why whenever you're in the heart, in the hardships, whenever you are in the moments of darkness, the enemy is always going to tell you, why are you going to have faith? Why are you going to have hope? But that is when you need to have faith the most. I told you, where does faith abound? In those hard moments, we can use those as opportunities to grow our faith. We can use those as an opportunity to increase our faith to new levels and to know God in a new way. When Abraham went up to the mountain, he had never seen Jehovah Jireh. He has learned about Jehovah, but it is until he provided that sacrifice for him that he knew him now as his provider and he called him you are jehovah jireh whenever certain things come to our life god is trying to show you a new part of him but you need to have faith in order to see that you need to have faith in order to trust him and to see that he is showing you something new that's why right now whenever i'm going through something hard i just say god i just want you to show me what you're trying to teach me here i want to see your glory and i'm going to see your glory the very last question to end this end this talk on faith is, why does faith matter? Faith matters because God matters. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Too long you have been focusing on pleasing everybody around you. Too long you have been focused on making sure that everybody around you is happy and you have not stopped to think, is God happy with me? It's God, is God pleased with me? Because whenever you lack faith, whenever you don't trust God, then God is not happy. He is not pleased. It is impossible to please him without faith. But the good thing is that if now you stand up and you say, God, I'm going to trust you. God, I'm going to know that there's more to come. I know that you have a purpose and you have a plan for me. Then God is being pleased with you and God is happy with you in that moment. It is just awesome for us to have the opportunity to please God. Stop worrying about the people around you and worry if God is being pleased. Now, this is pretty much a bonus. This is not part of the questions. And this is just something that I learned and I wanted to share with you guys. Whenever the times comes that you don't know, you need to know one thing. Romans 8.28 says, everything works for the good of those that love the Lord who have been called according to his purpose. First of all, you have been called according to his purpose. You do have a calling and everything will work for the good of you. Look around. It looks like God cannot do something there, but God makes wonders out of things that looked unordinary, out of things that look less, out of things that you never thought God would do stuff. God would just surprise you. 
if only you have faith in him. I want to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. But before we go, I need to pray with you guys. And if you're going through a hard moment in life right now, if you're going through a moment of darkness, I want to encourage you to have faith. I want to encourage you to trust God. You have put your trust on so many people and so many people have just let you down. But I know God won't do that. I know God will come through. He will lift you up and he will show you his goodness. Father God, in this moment, I want to pray for every listener. Father God, every person that is not trusting you right now because they have just been hurt so much because they're just so scared. I want you, Father God, to lift them up, to give them the faith that they need. Father God, to give them the push that they need so like that they can trust you and they can see your glory. I want to pray, Father, for everybody that is discouraged because everybody around them is just sucking the, the positivity, sucking the faith out of them. And I want to pray, God, that you can just restore their faith, restore their hope in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If it blessed your life, I want to encourage you to subscribe, to leave a review, and to share it with your friends. I want to stay connected with you guys. So if you guys can follow me on Instagram, let me know what you thought about the podcast. It is Didier.Deras. Didier.Deras. Thank you so much. Remember, you need to be blessed and not stressed.